Hi, I'm Alex, and I'm super. She is super, and I am natural today. And oh. I will be the Dr. Junkie. You are definitely well, you're, a junkie. You're going to have to be a junkie ninja. Junkie ninja. Dr. Junkie ninja. That's right. <laughs> That's right. And we are the Supernatural super junkies. junkies. Coming at you. everyone what? we have a new channel called the supernatural junkies on rumble that's amazing what how do they find us on rumble well first of all instead of searching for videos search for channels look up supernatural junkies and there we are that's awesome you guys got to check it out god bless you guys Hello, everyone. Welcome to Supernatural Junkies. You know, we just started this podcast and Kevin's already talking smack about me, you know? I was just trying to get her, you know, revved up for everybody. <laughs> yeah, all right. Anyway, it's me. I'm Alex. I'm She's super, still super. I'm still super. And Kevin, we have Dr. Kevin today. He's a junkie. I'm I, a junkie. I named it. And we have another super with us today. We don't have the ninja. He's not here today. But we do have James E. McLean, former Brigadier General. He's, um, he's retired, by the way, for the Air Force, and he is currently the National Director of Faith for County Citizens Defending Freedom, CCDF. And if you did not get a chance to listen to the last one, we really talked about all the threats that are really coming inside of America. The reality that Americans have to face is that we have a group of people here that really want to end this human experiment of freedom. And that is really what's happening. We have people that really believe other countries have it better than we do. In fact, just like Israel used to be jealous, okay, that they wanted a king to rule over them. We have people that, that are working. How did it turn out? It didn't go well, except for King David. That was about it. <laughs> right? So Cousin you start. David. That's right. So you start to see here that we, if you're a concerned citizen and you want to try and defend your freedom, you can see why Brigadier General Jen McLean has decided to, to throw his hat in the ring and, and fight this, this intrusion into our freedoms. And so last time we got to hear how they have several different arms to this. Right, and how important it is to stand up and that we have to stand up. It's part of being a Christian. That is what we need to do. But having these situations, like having the CCDF makes that possible. It's, doesn't, it's not just you by yourself, right? You have a community that you can, that will support you and can stand up with you. Absolutely. Yeah. And so we, some of the arms that they had were the, looking into more what's going on with schools and right. school boards. Um, also, election uh, integrity. So important. Uh, they also look into some of the dark money that can be funding candidates. And then Jim is also the main director, international director of the faith part of a Concerned Citizens Defending Freedom. Jim, tell us about the faith part. I know you're going to go there, but you know I'm going to go back to dark, dark money. money. Sure, no, no problem election, at all. Money, election money, money. integrity. Sure, no, no problem at all. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a pleasure to work for um, County Citizens Defending Freedom. Uh, we're a, a, a nonprofit organization, a uh, very professional organization that, that uh, focuses, and although we have a national 
um, level. We focus actually with, by establishing chapters county by county by county um, that indeed are going to help provide the, the tools mm -hmm. and the support structure for citizens to defend their own rights. That's right. Um, that's really what we do. So we are an organization that you can come to within your county as we stand up in your county. Uh, to actually be the support to give you the ability to to do the things you need to do. Um, and uh, right now we are uh, standing up in the state of Florida, uh, Texas, and Georgia with the, uh, with the expansion into the rest of our nation over the next uh, few years. It's a long process. But we, we've learned that um, we don't have to be everywhere. Mm -hmm. we, for the election integrity piece, Kevin, we just have to be in key counties where we see a lot of election uh, corruption. You mean like people just pulling suitcases of ballots out in the middle of the night in Georgia? Wait, what happen. are you trying to say, Kevin? <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, a video speaks a billion words, <laughs> right? Absolutely. Um, no they doubt. had to close early because the water line bust, right? <laughs> it happened in so many places that day. It was a freak thing. It could happen. It could. What are you trying to say? <laughs> absolutely. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. We are going to say. That's wink, why we're wink. here. We're here to absolutely. say. Nudge, nudge. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and if you want to learn more about CCDF, go, go to ccdfusa.com, and you we can learn more about our organization and join up and become a member and, and help us fight the good fight. Well, we're definitely going to put that link and information about you in the show notes so that people will just be able to click on it there. So go to supernaturaljunkies.com to find that information. And also, you can see it on the on the podcast as well. You know, I said this the other day, and a lot of people um, know who Henry Blackaby is, and how he wrote a book about experiencing God, and that the way we experience God is actually by joining what God is already doing. And so you start to see that a lot of times that people try and apply that only to the church, but the true true, true church is actually going to be looking at more than itself. What is, what's going on in your town? What's going on in your state? What's going on in your nation? When you start to see that, okay, you see God moving. And I believe that if you cannot listen to General Jim McLean here and not know that God is moving, and God right now is calling people to join. When you see God move, God may give you this little tug on your heart, and that's how you're going to get to experience being firsthand in part of what God is doing. And it is a powerful thing. I can tell you that when you join other people and shake their hand, no, get next to them and get in the trenches, you'll start to see that God will move in your life in ways that are unexplainable. And so this, I believe, is how we get rid of some of the denominationalism, get by some of our personal preferences, is to join the things we have in common with believers around the world. And that is a way that most people never apply that Henry Blackaby joining God, what he's doing. You know, let me add to that real quick, um, that, um, you know, frustration is something that is present in a lot of people's lives. They watch TV, they see things, they just get all discombobulated and, and frustrated. Um, Realize frustration is your enemy. Okay, it is your enemy. Do not become frustrated. Turn that frustration into purpose. That's right. Get engaged. Find a way to engage. Um, and that is how indeed you can translate all that frustration and turn it into something that's going to be productive for God's kingdom. Now, when you say engage, tell me what you mean by that. So, um, you know, there's, there's many ways. At CCDF... Um, and again, you can contact us there. Uh, we have several ways. We have recommendations for everyday citizens to get engaged. First of all, we tell folks, number one, humble yourself and pray. 
Uh, be specific and pray for our nation and the issues at hand. Okay, be specific about that. Um, second of all, get access to information and educate yourself about what's going on. Um, and we provide for you a whole list of resources, websites, other areas that you can go to to learn and understand what the issues are, including the, your podcast here, example. Number absolutely. One, absolutely. And we also tell for pastors, do the same thing. Um, number one, know your elected officials. Take the time to understand them, what they believe. If you're in the state of Florida, we have some great websites, myfloridahouse.gov or floridasenate.gov, and you can learn all about your elected representatives. Know them, because here's the deal. The most important thing that you and I can still do every day is to vote. That's right. We must vote. If you don't vote your biblical views, you have handed over everything that you would consider yours to an enemy. Second of all, our third, our fourth, I should say, is do do the simple things, i.e., let your voice be heard, mm. be salt and light. Um, we promote some programs like Biblical Citizenship by Patriot Academy and others that will help you learn and understand what are your rights and responsibilities as a citizen. Take the course; mm. it's it's free. Second of all, get involved in organizations like CCDF and others and start volunteering, donating. I mean, get involved. There is a whole team of people out there ready to work with you. And then the final thing we tell folks is, hey, consider taking a leadership role. Uh, the most important thing you could probably do in your county right now, no matter who you are, no matter how old you are, no matter what you do, is get involved in your school system. Get involved in your county's school board and school mm -hmm. processes to expose the perversion, the mass perversion that is destroying children and families across America. Amen to that. And mm -hmm. we, we really have seen that come back and back. So I know last time we got a chance to really go through, you know, how you got in the military, what happened there and how that's giving you some insight, but how you've really been able to, since getting out of the military, find a way to keep fighting for our country. And that was by joining, you know, uh, CCDF. So as we think about that, there was a couple of things you mentioned that they did. And of course, you know I was going to go back there, <laughs> but one of the things you guys do look into is election fraud. So I know that's your not your specific baby, but tell us a little bit about that, how you guys help there. Yeah, so no doubt. Yeah, um, although that is not the area that I work specifically. Um, yeah, so remember, we are a republic. That is what our country is. We're not a democracy. We're, a, rep right. we're a republic. And... The election process with which we, who are the, the owners of this nation as a citizen, I'm the boss, and in my form of government, I elect someone to represent me. That's right. Okay? And I can elect or unelect that person. If that election process has got fraud involved in it, mm -hmm. then you now have subverted the foundation of our government's processes. That's right. It is foundational. And so that's why, number one, you must vote. The key is, are you voting in line with the biblical values that God has put in you? I don't care what you call yourself. doesn't matter. Uh, in fact, actually, at CCDF, we don't care what you call yourself. We don't care what you look like. We don't care how much money you make. 
We don't care where you're from or, we're, or, or necessarily, you know, any dimension of your personality outside of being a human being and a citizen of the United States who needs to participate in this great, great endeavor that we call America. And to do that, you must vote and we must have integrity in our election process. That's right. You'd be shocked how many Christians, though, will vote in a way that they don't even realize is the opposite of what they believe. Yeah, so th- exactly right. And this is an area where you can go to things. There's different voter guides. There's iVoter Guide in other places, at least in Florida. Um, and, and also, a little bit of research has to take place where you right. actually start to understand what is going on in our government. So most people, for example, because I'm, I'm military, because I'm, I've spent several years in Washington, um, my wife and I both will, will actually go on um, congress.gov, um, and you can go on that website right now, and you can see every single bill that's, that's in, in play. Mm-hmm. By the way, there are tens of thousands of different bills in the waiting. Mm-hmm. And you can actually go online very easily, look at a specific bill. All you got to do is have the number for it or the name for it. And you can get a synopsis of what the bill really is about. Mm. And what's very telling to us is that whatever the name of a bill is, typically that bill is the opposite of what it says that it Absolutely. is. Absolutely. You mean like now, the don't mean, say gay bill? Yeah. So, no. So, for example, yeah. So, the one, obviously, and, and that's not, so, first of all, that's not always true, but certainly under the the dysfunctionality we've seen mm-hmm. uh, in the last few years within our legislative process. Or the perversion. It's it's certainly been true. So, yeah. for example, the, the anti-inflation bill, if you look at that bill, it, it's crystal clear to the most casual observer at a glance that it will not do anything to hinder inflation. It will cause inflation. Uh, and so my, I said all that to tell you is take a few minutes to actually get smart about things. It's mm-hmm. actually not hard. The other thing I'll tell you is this. Um, sign up for uh, sites like, um, um, uh, golly, hold on, let me look them up real quick. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm falling on my job here real quick. Um, look at sites like, um, uh, uh, American Family Association or the Christian Family Coalition, two great organizations that will give you updates regularly on bills going in mm-hmm. Congress or ones in our state. That's good. And, and literally, if you sign up with them, and same thing at CCDF, we actually will send you information on things going on. Yeah, I get the uh, 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 Christian Family Coalition. I get their newsletters, and it is. It's really helpful for help us to realize what's going on with these bills. Absolutely. You know, and so just, just now, under the nose of most Americans, um, Congress, a democratically controlled Congress, uh, um, basically just is trying to force through a bill right now that will essentially take away the election constitutional rights of states. Right. I know they want to have a national election. Yep. Right. So, so again, um, and all this comes back to the aspect is you have to also have a general understanding of what does our Constitution say are the roles and responsibilities of the federal government and state governments. And it's very, very important. And you can actually understand these very easily by taking a class called Constitutional Live 
or Biblical Citizenship. It's free online uh, from PatriotAcademy.com. Well, you can see they're really afraid at this point. The fact that we have these, you know, state by state elections, you know, you're seeing counties that are trying to secede and go to the next state. <laughs> and you can start to see here that we could be in a situation where Christians have to flee. No, they are already fleeing certain states just because of the infringement upon their lives as Christians and, and, and rights that they have and freedoms. So you can start to see they're trying to eliminate this by going to a national election. You know, so if you think about, though, you know, just the fact that you even have a division that's talking about election integrity, how did that how did that is that just a recent thing or has that been around for very long? Yeah, no, it's been it's been part of the foundation of CCDF from the very beginning. You know, the the formation of CCDF through uh, some key founders of ours, great great men of God and and just wonderful wonderful people. Uh, they they did an assessment of what is the problem. Right. Um, and again, election integrity uh, is is one of the key key aspects. To maintaining the truth and freedom and the and the integrity of our republic. Well, Stacey Abrams said there's no problem with election integrity. It's fine. What are you guys worried about? It's good. It's have you good. seen the movie The Two Thousand Mules yet? I have. And and what was your feeling after watching that? <laughs> yeah, no. Well, there's yeah, no, absolutely. There's a couple of movies. There's the Two Thousand Mules, and there's also a new one called The Selection Code, uh, that's also mm-hmm. out. You can go to selectioncode.com. And see that video is for free. Um, and uh, like you said earlier, Kevin, a picture tells a thousand words. Yes, right? it does. It certainly does. And actually, a picture tells about a million words, really. Uh, but um, th- the evidence is crystal clear. Um, we have, have truly got fraud going on in America. There's That's no right. question. Um, and although um, those that are committing it always look for some form of plausible deniability, um, you cannot hide the fact that on multiple dimensions, our election integrity is is not being upheld. That's right. Yeah. Well, with the 2,000 mules, you can really see that all they needed were some people to what? Stuff some ballots in five key states, and you saw what happened. Mm. Everybody saw that. You Correct. Know, it's, it's impossible to deny. I know I always stay up until they tell you to go to bed because they're not counting anymore, and I'm up way before they're supposed to be counting, and every one of those states flipped overnight yeah. when they weren't yeah. counting. Yeah. And so yeah. these are the things that, that most people experience, you know, and we can see that. So it's it's great to see that you guys are addressing that because, honestly, very few people will, will address this obvious issue. Yep. And what we do is it's very simple. There's, there is nothing Gucci about what we do. Um, we assess candidates. We assess the, can- the uh, election process. We just make sure that they're complying with both our federal and our state laws, mm-hmm. um, county as well. Um, and if, they, if they're complying with them, then that's fine. We, we're, we're good with it. Right. We let the will of the people determine who will be their representative. Uh, but if they're violating something, we simply bring that to the attention of the violators and the public so that indeed we can ensure that people are doing the right thing. Well, it's interesting because, you know, I'm, I'm brought, ready to drop some pretty good questions, and he already knows this, mm-hmm. by the way. But uh, so when we think about the dark money that you guys talk about. I know you're not going to go into too much depth there, 
But when I, I'm going to be asking you about, you know, what are the threats outside of America and, and how, how you can see this dark money is clearly also a threat. The fact that somehow people are buying our freedoms, right? Yes, absolutely. Well, you know, um, since I'm the leader of the faith division, let me go back to a spiritual dimension of this. So, you know, when you look into Revelation, um, you, you will see two big themes that in Revelation is used to deceive and pervert mankind. One is sexual immorality. We see that everywhere around us. Yep. Okay. In fact, Revelations tells us, you know, in the end times, it'll be like Sodom and Gomorrah. We certainly see that. Um, and the second thing is we, it's, it's the desire for wealth and power. That's right. Those two things are used to pervert and distort the intentions of mankind. And so dark money or corrupt money or money that's used in a nefarious way to try to force one's will on others inappropriately is very, very, very important. Are you trying to say that there's actually some dark money things going on no. here? <laughs> I no, know you would. No, there's no way you'd be saying that. No right? question. No question. Yeah, so no. In fact, actually, it's, it, it's starting to be known more and more and more. But what most people don't realize is how much uh, corrupt money there is through, again, we talk about George Soros. We talk about the Arabella Group. Really, it, and we talk about the... Davos um, key leaders. Um, it's really um, about a, a group of true global elitists uh, who do have a huge amount of resources that are using those resources to try to manipulate those to bring about a more elitist, globalist, one world government agenda. Uh, and the challenge with that is that this government agenda isn't intended for good. It's intended for tyranny. Um, where indeed those that have have the the top hand get everything they want, and the rest of us become slaves. Mm -hmm. Well, we we have been able to see people like Mark Zuckerberg, you know, he, what he'd done out in Arizona and things like that. That these guys have put tremendous amounts of money into this system. So we are seeing, you know, some of these stories come to light. Oh, well, they're so, working hand in hand. Yes. You know, the CEO. I mean, the former CEOs, CFOs, and all those of Twitter. I mean, we saw that, the banning of free speech, right? Right. The banning of a sitting president. Correct. Yeah. You know, and... And, and influence, influencing it, yeah, had huge, huge repercussions. And you can say that one of the most obvious world, you know, obvious situations is, is that it was the mail-in ballot system coming in an election year that allowed them to get rid of a seated president. And so when you ask yourself, well, who when, why, what, where, and you say, well, was this actually a manufactured virus? Well, it started in China, <laughs> even according to the uh, official report by the National Intelligence Committee, they never cooperated, they never produced an actual full virus, and so there's this huge question mark, well, did China get a result that they wanted? Well, you can see that the Biden administration is dramatically different with respect to how they're dealing with China. So, you know, there's no way that you can't start to see some of these real-world things happening and going, what is going on here? What, what kind of corruption is going on? Absolutely, no question. So my next question was, you know, when you look at the world today and you're looking at, I'm just going to throw a bunch of them out and you can kind of go wherever you want, but, you know, you think of Ch Russia, China, you think about 
definitely want you to talk about Ukraine at some point. Um, but you just see these things going on in the world. What are some of the things that, that jump out you, at you as being some of the, the threats that Americans need to focus on? But wait, let me just add that the, the whole China thing is confusing because now we're having issues with China, but they were lining Biden and Hunter Biden's pockets. No I mean, doubt. There still are. And, and suddenly, like, there's issues with them. Isn't that weird? Mm-hmm. That seems sus. It should. is. Can't wait to get the general's opinion. Yeah, on no, this I, stuff. I, I'm, I'm. That's why get I'm the like, trash wait a talking minute. going now. <laughs> well, yeah, let's hear it. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll try not to talk too much trash, but um, <laughs> no, no he won't, but we will. Yeah, right? no, that's okay. That's, that's why, why we're. Listen. Yeah, that's why we're. That's here. why we're here. Yeah, no worries, it's fine. Well, first of all, I'll just tell everybody I, I do not consider myself an expert at all in um, in um, uh, foreign nations or countries, um, but what I can tell you is, you know, from my military experience. Um, what I have seen uh, and the oddities that will certainly make anyone say to themselves, this is simply not right. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, when you think about what are the threats, I think, Kevin, your question yes, was, really, what, 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 are the what, what are the threats outside of this country? Certainly. And does that lead back to stuff in this country? Certainly. Well, historically, uh, when you look at the, the history of America and, and other countries back from war, prior to World War I, on through today, and as, especially before the fall of, uh, of the wall in the Soviet Union, um, typically threats were defined as nation states, right? So right. China, Russia, um, in fact, actually for most of our lives, of us sitting around this table, uh, we were involved in what was called the Cold War, okay, where we indeed uh, had a, a conflict, not, not kinetic as much as uh, in other dimensions, with Russia, okay? Um, so we have seen a transition, typically after the fall of, of Russia, where or the, or the Soviet Union, where where the the nation state threats, although they still exist, China is clearly the number one threat uh, because of their uh, uh, growing ability to become a national power, international power with global reach. Okay, uh, but we see a bigger threat now. Uh, and that bigger threat really is the global elitists who are utilizing and manipulating nation states now to try to bring about a tyrannical one world government. So okay. this is really interesting to me because most people in the world would say they were, they're looking, they don't see the global elitists as you know, the biggest threat to humanity right now. In fact, they would say, well, does that even really exist? Aren't you now somehow, you've just become a conspiracy theorist? Yeah. What would you say to that? So no, so all, all one has to do is go and back and look at some of the Davos um, videos and, and other Davos meetings, and you, you listen to the presentations and perspectives of, of what we would consider some global elitists um, and what their desires are for creating one world government for manipulating and driving uh, humans and human nature, um, and it's crystal clear that uh, there are indeed now there are have always been, but but we now see the rise of forces that desire to create a tyrannical establishment that goes beyond the traditional nation state. In fact, they are I would they are more like neo non traditional non nation state actors now. Right, right. Right. So for example, we could we could certainly see an argument where in the Ukraine where these globalists uh, despise uh, Putin 
uh, for what's going on. And again, what is going on in Ukraine is, is not good for anybody. Kinetic wars are never good, period. Um, but you can see that, um, that there is certainly evidence that the actions of leaders have driven Putin into a corner with the expansion of NATO into the east um, that has kind of forced his hand, right? Um, and so the globalists do not want nation-state actors like Putin, like America, to actually defend their own nations, right? right. They don't want borders, right? They don't, they don't want nationalism, right? Right, and so even though uh, you know, again, uh, what Putin is doing is something that we don't sponsor or support, we can certainly understand why he's doing it. Right, mm-hmm. because he is simply protecting his borders. That's right. Right, and so what's interesting is, is if you look historically at how America has engaged in border countries along the Soviet Union, you know, Czechoslovakia, Hungary, and others, um, we typically did not get engaged. Mm-hmm. Uh, because there was an understanding that, uh, that you know, Soviet Union certainly had interests in protecting their borders, right? And so, uh, in fact, Putin had made it very clear. In fact, his biggest request uh, globally before uh, we started the Ukraine war was, was, hey, listen, don't, please don't try to push NATO onto my border. That's right. Right? Do not push NATO east towards my border because then now you are literally threatening my national sovereignty. And then, you know, you look at Ukraine. Ukraine is not, was not a member of NATO. In fact, it's arguable that we have no national interest in the Ukraine. Right. None. None. Right? So, so why would then it be pushed upon um, uh, the Soviet Union and, and Putin to have Ukraine as a NATO uh, country, when in fact actually NATO didn't want Ukraine because they're so corrupt that it really wasn't a good thing to have them on board the team. Well, you know, like you're saying, if you look at the official things that Russia says, they're exactly what we said in the Cuban Missile Crisis, that we were saying we cannot allow certain things that close to us. And I think that's really the bottom line here of what the, what they're saying there, that that part makes sense, and that's something that we have done right, right. and justified. So this is a part of what I think people aren't realizing that I think that the globalists are doing, and I think that they would be threatened by you know, the fact that Russia is doing that. It's also been impressive to me how suddenly Russia does X, Y, Z, and the gas prices went through the roof. Because, you know, 20 years ago... Russia didn't have no gas, no, absolutely. <laughs> no oil. Yeah, no, so you absolutely. see the way they've been able to, to, to make themselves appear in the world. But I again, I think that what you're saying here is that we see this smokescreen. Again, we're going to see, as the Bible says, wars and rumors of wars. And this is something that we need to be watching as Christians to see what's going on in the world. A- absolutely, no question at all. So the, the, what do you think the bigger game here is with Ukraine? Or if you think the globalists are involved, what do you think that game is? You're just trying to infringe on Russia? So, uh, yeah, so, you know, there's, there's several dimensions to this. And I'm, I'm always careful I, because I won't claim to be an expert. What I always try to do is I try to look at what are all the possibilities right. in a country. And so when you look at, at, at the Ukraine um, and what's going on, um, I think that uh, 
there are several possibilities of why Ukraine is going on the way that it is. First of all, it's very interesting that we as the U.S. and that under the Biden administration, excuse me, the Obama administration, that, that Biden was so engaged with the Ukraine. Right. Um, and then, of course, under President Trump, uh, because they were such a corrupt country, he really realigned how we have been supporting and helping them in a way that was actually right and true in relation to that nation's actions. Uh, but so, first of all, um, realize that in the in the in the aspect of a globalist or a Marxist communist that wants to take over or establish uh, either a, a one world government or take over America, that uh, creating crisis is always a desirable thing. Right. right. So first of all, we could see that uh, indeed the whole aspect of Ukraine, which was driven often by U.S. intention and U.S. actions. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. The fact that we cut off our own uh, fuel supplies enabled Russia to have more money and more power. Right. right. Uh, so that crisis uh, gave us the opportunity or the opportunity of the globalists now to have more control, more power, to utilize that crisis. And as you're talking a, about the Alaskan pipeline, correct? Certainly, absolutely, and fracking and other things as well. Um, it gave it the opportunity for it, number one, to be a distraction from other things going on in our nation. Okay, It is an opportunity for us to create more chaos and more havoc across the globe to create fear, mm-hmm which motivates people to seek answers to self-generated problems that give tyrannical powers an opportunity to give solutions that put people into slavery. Um, And then we also see very interesting dimensions on the biolab side of the Ukraine. Yes, I'm glad you're mentioning this. that, um, That also would give us the potential thought that part of it, or a secondary dimension, or, or other dimension of it, is to to hide uh, what was being done in Ukraine, which frankly was inappropriate. Right, and that is where Putin has made a very clear argument. This is on my border. Now you're trying to incorporate them into NATO, and he specifically goes into these areas where the labs are. Remember, now, we had something happen in a little lab in Wuhan, right? Right. And you saw what happened from there. So he realizes these labs are right on my border, and he obviously knows what they're really capable of. And so the other thing that I feel like with the Ukraine is it's really simple. When people really saw that the COVID narrative was completely blown out of proportion and was used to really commit acts of evil around the world and justify them, that the heads were going to roll and they had to create a diversion. Right. And you can start to see how this is how they do it. They just create the next distraction and we forget what just happened. That's correct. And it's a very common theme. We've seen it historically uh, in our government um, and other governments uh, throughout history. There is nothing new about this concept. Right. I think the difference now is is that much of the enemy that we face is not external to the to the, the United States. Right. Uh, our threat now often is internal. It right. is a Marxist communist takeover of the United States, right. as clearly outlined in several different books from our history. Right. So um, as I hold you off there for a little longer, and then we're going to go there. (laughs) It's okay. So you thinking about, I know you've talked about China, you've talked about Russia. What kind of threat do you feel Russia is, you know, as far as to America? What do you think is going on there? Yeah, so again, this is 
just my opinion. I, again, I do not claim to be an expert. Um, I, I am certainly not nearly as concerned about Russia um, kinetically as I would be uh, from China. In fact, uh, I'm not even that concerned about China that kinetically at this point in the game. Um, you know, obviously there are uh, social economic dimensions. Information warfare mm-hmm. is a huge dimension that we deal with now today. Uh, that's very, very, very important. Um, uh, cybersecurity is also a very big issue. That's another dimension that we face in our in our conflicts today. So that's really what I would be most concerned with mm-hmm. when it comes to the Soviet Union per se. Um, but I, but I'm far more concerned with China. Um, so um, one dimension that we see with if we compare China and Russia, remember what gives a country and makes a country a global power is the ability to have global reach. Mm-hmm. What that means is this, is that anywhere in the world that country can reach out and either economically or kinetically or otherwise affect another part of the world. So America has been a global power for many, many years because we have the ability to reach out and touch people around the world. Mm-hmm. Um, Soviet Union used to have that ability. They still do, but not like they had in years past. Mm-hmm. And, but now we see glo- China rising up as that, as that global power with the ability both kinetically and otherwise, and information-wise as well through cybersecurity. Yeah, because well, we're giving them. Yeah, so power. that's so that's why I that's why I mentioned um, that the a bigger threat is what's inside the battle that's going on inside our nation. Okay, because truth be known, is much of what's going on with China is being enabled, and Russia as mm-hmm. well is being enabled by the actions of our own government, and that's that's obvious. Um, one more dimension too about just global powers is that. We have often operated in America, because we were a global power, with, with a certain amount of anonymity and, and a certain amount of just we can do unilaterally what we want to do. Okay? Well, that has been slipping away. In fact, several years ago, our nation began to look at a different strategy and a different way of fighting war because uh, the concept of countries being able to deny our ability or deny access and our ability to come into their their area regionally mm-hmm. now has been rising. So, for example, China now has the ability to to prevent us from coming close to their borders, right? Right. So, uh, which th- that did not exist, you know, mm-hmm. 30 years ago. Right. Right, as it does today. So that has changed now the perspective that we have to be able to operate where now we cannot reach out and touch like we used to before. Mm. Uh, and that's the transitioning of being a global power uh, to becoming not a global power, right? And so we see uh, that uh, China is indeed far more capable than they've ever been in the past, and they are continuing to grow in that area. Mm-hmm. And now, again, much of that, like you said, Alex, uh, both with Russia and with yeah. uh, China, being enabled by, by really uh, very, very poor policies in right. the United States. Well, you can see that they've also went together to try and form their own currency now. And so you start to right. see to try and Which undermine. Which nobody's talking about, by the way. Yeah, no. To exactly. undermine what? the American dollar. Correct. Russian and yeah, China. Cor- correct, yeah. And, 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 and like you had int- uh, mentioned a while back, um, Kevin, um, you know, even though 
there are many things going on economically very, very hard in America. We're still the best bet in town. Right? Yes. However, we also know that uh, part of that is based on the fact that the U.S. dollar is the economic standard for the world. Right. If that ever was to change, we would see a radical, radical change in our economy that would be disastrous. You'd have to say, you're, unless we start pumping our own oil, we'd have to be seeing gas prices double yep. and almost everything else, you know, in between. Yep. You know, so when that I... That doesn't s- sound like what's going on, does it? No, no it doesn't. Well, suddenly it's yeah. dropped because okay, we folks, got an election pay coming, Pay attention. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But so, yeah. so here's, just you can comment on this, but here's the way I see the world. You know, the two biggest threats we have, they're both communists. They are. Right? And so when you think about... You know, the, the next big threat, which you believe is bigger than them, are the global elitists. And the government that they're pushing is, most people would say it's more socialism, but of course we know that's just another version of communism. It is. So right. when you really line this all up, and the socialists are going to say, well, we're not as bad as China. We're, you know, this is what we have in Europe, right? We're not as bad. We're still part of the free world. We're socialists, but we're still part of the free world, right? And that's, that's their line. But then you look at America. We're a republic. Every single one of us are guaranteed these rights. And the reality is, is that all of them are going against the republic because that republic is something that was guaranteed these rights by God. Correct. See, and because we were founded on those principles. And so this is why people don't understand this, this effect, that we are the last of our kind. We are the only one like us in the world. We're really the only one like us in human history. That is correct. And you see, you start to look at this equation and you go, why do we feel we're so great, right, that suddenly we have a whole generation of people that have been raised to hate America? Right. Right. And you go, how is this possible? Nobody's trying to get into China. Right. You see, <laughs> yeah. they're all trying to come here. Yes. Right. And so people don't understand that there's this complete disconnect. And of course, we also have this, you know, united we stand, divided we fall. And see, everybody knows this. And so this is why there is a war for the mind and hearts of American. If we can, again, instead of going after this republic, which was really founded on God, if we can be enticed, right, to to be like everybody else. Well, that's what the world is. Every version of the government in the world is some kind of dictator, okay, or it's a version of communism slash socialism. We're the only ones. Right. Yeah, so no, so you, you've hit the nail on the head. Um, so the connection between the globalists and Marxist-communist discussion is this, is that, again, the elitists in the world are people who have power, and you'd think that some power, you'd think the power of a George Soros, who's a multi-billionaire, would be enough. But truth be known, it's just the opposite. Because power is a disease, it's a cancer that consumes the human soul, the more power you get, typically the more power you want. Right. And so these elitists and people that are seeking self-centered uh, power will always look for something, a tool, a venue for them to force their power on you. And that is government. Amen. That is government. Okay. So whether, it's, whether you call it Marxism Marxist communism, Maoist communism, socialism, fascism, Mm -hmm. you name it. They're all tyrannical forms of government where the state 
is the one who defines reality versus God. That's right. Okay. All of them. So they, they, they are looking to this form of government. And typically, I would probably say most of them are actually fascists. But, but that, that's a whole other discussion. Um, they are looking to utilize this form of global government through nations as well to now force us into a single power control form of governance that makes us slaves to their self-centered desires. And if you do any study of history, any study... Why Marxism, communism, socialism always fail. Right. They always fail. It's because, number one, it's a lie. Mm -hmm. Okay. Anytime I give someone too much power, it always results in absolute evil. That's right. Let right. me give you a quick, quick example. Absolutely. There was a, Stan uh, was a Stanford prison study that oh. was done a few years back. Remember this one. And, and it's, it's fantastic. Look it up. It'll yeah. blow your mind. Um, in this study, Crazy. they took a group of, of rational, balanced people, and they gave one half of the people absolute power as the owners of a prison, and the other half of the group, they took away every ounce of their power and authority and made them prisoners in that prison. Mm. And the intention of the study was to see how does power affect the human spirit. Mm -hmm. um, uh, and they the, the study was intended to last several weeks, <laughs> but they had to stop it abruptly yeah. because in a short period of time, the people who had absolute power became so evil that it literally threatened the lives yep. of the people who had no power. So, and there's many other studies throughout history which demonstrate that too much power for anyone is simply not good, right? So, yep. the reason these forms of government fail is because they always result in tyranny, in evil. In fact, in our lifetimes, more lives have been brutally destroyed through Marxist communism than any form yeah. of government in the world bar none. And oh, by the way, to add to your point about America and a republic that is founded on biblical principles, by the way. Isaiah 33 is, is really a formation of our form of government along with other, other books in the Bible, is because our republic and our, our Christian foundations promote freedom. That's right. They promote liberty. They promote truth, not tyrannical power. And that's why the elitists through these tyrannical forms of control and government are trying to destroy America. But even beyond that, when you understand their strategy, they're trying to destroy the church and the family. That's right. And literally our children. That's right. Because children are the key to future. That's right. Right. And this, I mean, this plan to take over America this way, you know, first of all, those governments always fail because they depend on man, and man is corruptible. It's very spirit. Absolutely. We are easily corrupted, and that's why we're, it's different when you depend on God, right? And that's how America was founded. There's the difference. Absolutely. In fact, you know, it's, it's a pretty well-known fact that the difference between our Constitution and all other constitutions around the world is the fact that in our Constitution is the only one where our form— and our authority as citizens comes mm -hmm. from God 
and God alone. Yeah, amen to that. Arlen, well, uh, what unalienable rights? Unalienable rights. That's yeah. Absolutely. So here we see, you know, when I look at this whole thing, and especially the COVID narrative in particular, how we reversed, you know, everyday absolute written laws about how immunity works, about what we do. We don't, you know, we don't force people to be vaccinated if they don't actually have a risk of dying of something. They, they might be sick as we know now. It's just five days. You know, you start to think about this. To me, this was the global elite showing off. But where I run with that is very simple. We have a, a nation now that has lost sight of how special we are. See, there is only one of us and all of them are already serving the wrong God because communism, okay, globalists, socialists, the government is God. Right. That's the bottom line. And so you get to be God of your own life. That's what we call freedom, right? You get to decide what you want to do with your life. And this is why people need to understand they are trying to influence us. Now, let's go back to some old school Cold War stuff, right? So there's an old movie. It's called Disinformation. And it was talking about this happened during Reagan. It was He came out of, I think, Czechoslovakia. But it was one of the highest ups that defected. And all he said in there was is that Russia's plan to destroy America, which they said they would destroy us without a shot, right, was to start uh, nonprofit organizations in America, world blah, 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 right? And the, their sole purpose is to put out disinformation. And you start to see that the globalists' biggest arguments are things like what? Global warming, right? You're not allowed to have freedom, okay, because you are, you know, we, we need to be able to get this all under control. You see what I'm saying? Yep. And I know you want to say something, so go ahead. Yeah, no, so again, um, uh, we talked about the last video, but if you, if you would get the two videos by Curtis Bowers, um, one, the first one is called Agenda and then Agenda 2. Um, it is a phenomenal documentary that will outline really so much of the battle that's going on today. So you mentioned environmentalism. What most Americans have no clue about is that the concept of environmentalism was developed by the Marxist Communist Party of America. That's right. And its intention was specifically to create enough rules and regulations that they would be able to now take control of the lives of Americans and force them into this communist form of government. So um, uh, when you talk to people who actually are trained in environmental science, you will find that the whole concept of environmentalism and uh, global change is absolutely a fraud. Right. Absolutely a fraud. Completely. Complete fraud. Um, now, uh, you know, having a, uh, a clean environment is totally a great idea. We shouldn't, well, we shouldn't litter, right? We should we be absolutely. responsible. But the aspect, the concept of transitioning that to say that our world is falling apart and dying is an absolute lie. So it, Not I, to mention the infrastructure, which we don't have in no, place. No, and when you look at, take a second and actually do some research, you will find that everything that is being recommended is doing nothing to help so-called climate change, but actually being disruptive. Right. And indeed, uh, climate is always changing. Right. Um, and uh, you, there's a few things that a, a, a environmentalist or climate change proponent can never, ever prove and never will prove. And until they can prove it, 
environmentalism and, and the way that they're doing with, uh, with all this um, battling against the world is false. And that, first of all, is you can't prove that anything going on in our environment is unique and different in the history of our world. It's you can, true. You cannot. You cannot. Yep. Number two, you can't prove that it's actually caused by mankind. That's right. You can't you, prove that You either. cannot prove it at all. Um, you know, uh, evolutionists that, that believe in climate change uh, think that somehow mankind can change. We cannot. Mm -hmm. The single biggest factor that controls our climate every day is the sun, mm. completely beyond mm. our ability to affect, right? Mm. Yeah. And the last thing I'll tell folks is, you know, if so if you really do believe in uh, climate change and supporting that and fighting for it, then we should all be going to nuclear power right now yeah. because this is yeah. the cleanest clean. safest yep. form of energy with zero emission essentially yeah. and our ability to to store uh depleted uranium is uh huge yes uh, literally hundreds if not thousands of years of storage ability yeah well just i mean just look at the uh, how much it would cost to to change all this stuff, these uh non-combustible engines which they hope to be done with what they're going to stop selling them by 2025 yeah. it's impossible and then right we the the change that this green new deal is going to take would be billions and billions of dollars and would actually cause more damage yeah it will it's actually impossible what, yeah. what they're recommending <laughs> is, is absolutely impossible and i also encourage folks uh to go to prageru.com prageru oh, uh what they've done at prageru is fantastic they produced fantastic five and ten minute videos that explain beautifully the falsehood, not only of the climate change delusion, but of many other aspects that are going on in our, our society that are simply just false. Well, that gentleman you're talking about from Czechoslovakia, was it Czechoslovakia? That um, he actually this said. This was one, back in the 80s. Yeah. Right, right. That he was, well, and he said that this plan was started in the 60s and 70s. Sure. So it's been going on for a lot longer. But one of the keys of that was to, in order to change the world, that you had to, within 20 years, change the generations. So it was introducing this chaos into the school systems. It was intentional mm -hmm. that um, you started by hiring a certain types of teachers, that you start training the children up from the time they're, you know, mm -hmm. very young. Um, and by, within 20 years, that changes everything. And the next leaders that you get will also be of that corrupt mind. It's mm -hmm. too late. You've already changed everything. Mm -hmm. You've changed the way they think. Well, what's happening now? I mean, just look around. Mm -hmm. It's not hard to see. So yeah. if you think about the connections to all of this, first of all, all of it is connected to the United Nations. Isn't it interesting that Trump was the first one that actually went there and basically pulled out and said, we will be nationalists. We will serve our own national interests. And you see Biden coming back, and now he surrendered, right, to climate change, right? He surrendered. <laughs> we surrendered that, that our own, you know, rights and medical systems in this country are going to let them be controlled by the WHO, which is, again, a privately owned corporation by Bill Gates. Why would I turn over our pandemic, you know, our, our pandemic policies to another entity that doesn't know what it's doing at all. It's a private company for profit. These are the things that you're seeing. These people want us to surrender these freedoms. And so then I'm going to come right back around to this, and this is what I'm going to say. So General McManus, I mentioned this book to you. When he wrote his book, he stated that we are in an information war. Okay, now think about this. Why is, is, is God the truth? Well, first of all, truth sets us free, right? What does a lie do? 
exactly why Satan is the father of lies. And now I had this this this, this discussion with a friend of mine, and he you know he went to Dallas Theological, very very smart man, and so I always appreciate everything he says. Um, but we were discussing some things about you know the mark of the beast, and we were talking about worshiping the beast. And he was talking specifically, started to talk about the image of the beast. And I go, listen, do you know what my number one problem that I face every day is? Is that everybody watches too much television. And that you can't tell them anything because they're already... I said, so let me ask you this question. Is there a picture? Okay. What is an image? It's a picture. If this picture, as the Bible says, comes to life and begins to talk, what would the image of the beast talk about? He would talk about the beast's propaganda. So is there an image in your house that comes to life and talks and puts out the propaganda of the beast? And here you are. Are we worshiping it? Well, if you look at Old Testament theories, again, remember Daniel, right? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, well, they didn't kneel, right? Why didn't they kneel and just worship the true God? Because there's something about going along with it at all, right, that we have lost. There's a part of worship that we have lost here and you start to see here who are the people that own all of these stations why is the media complicit in putting out only the propaganda of what the beast your bible is very clear there are a group of people the bible calls the mystery babylon that they are the wealthy international merchants they are the important people that'd be politicians right that would also be famous people and they have a plan and it's a deception, you see. And this is what our Bible says. This is their goal. They can't. They want to have their kingdom on earth, just like God said, "Thy kingdom come." Right? That's what we're supposed to be about. So this is the part where we have to realize the Bible says one day they win. And so this is my last comment because I know we're getting closer. So when I was a young man, I had a guy and he did a great sermon. I've said this before, so I apologize. But it's, it's so relevant. He was talking about how Hitler and the Third Reich fulfilled so many passages. And he gets to the end and he goes, but it wasn't to be because a generation of people stood up. And I believe that the end times are not here until we don't do that. We have to stand up. That's what Luke 21, 28 says. When we see these things happening, we are supposed to stand up to them. And that's why, you know, I join my hands with General Jim McLean because you can see this is, this is we're all trying to figure out how to get more people. God has given us so many ways for us to see this. But if you know what's happening at all in the world, there should be something inside of you saying, not on my watch. So you might look at us and say, well, what did Kevin and Alex know? And We um, don't know nothing. Nope, nothing, not a thing. And we're not in the know, but this guy, he's in the know. He is incredibly well-versed and been saturated in this stuff. He knows. He's been in those meetings. He has things he can't talk about with us, can't talk about with anybody because of his security clearance. So it's coming not just from us two people just talking on a mic, but it's coming from someone that really knows, that has seen the inside of it. And so, if anything, like, disregard maybe what we say, but what he's saying, you should listen to. I listen to what my wife says all the time. Yeah, right. And you okay. should. And you should. Okay. I'm, I don't always accept it immediately. <laughs> it's a process. All right. Yep. She's usually right. Yeah. So, you know, so I, well, thank you. Um, so, here's what I'll say is that, um, uh, indeed, um, in a nutshell, uh, everything that 
we as Americans hold dear is under attack. Every part. Um, there is evil in this world mm -hmm. that m the majority of Americans have no idea how bad it really, really is. Um, and so we have got to wake up. There is no cavalry coming. Right. Each individual is the cavalry. We, as the U.S. citizens, who are indeed the rulers of America, That's right. according to our Declaration of Independence and the Constitution, supported by the Federalist Papers, are the ones who must stand up and say that our representatives must do our will, mm -hmm. not their will. We've forgotten that, I think. And, yeah, oh, we, well, yeah, we've been, we've been taught for decades now that we have no power and our representatives have all the power. It's actually just the opposite. How many Americans, if I was to ask you today, who has superior power, the federal government or state governments? The majority of citizens would say, oh, the federal government. Actually, you're, you're, they would be dead wrong. The states have far more power than the federal government does. Constitutionally, our federal government was given a very small list of things they could do. And our forefathers said everything else is the state's authority. So what has happened is, just like we see where the frog has been in the water that slowly warmed up to a boil, um, we have allowed the federal government, the balance between the federal and state governments to become now out of whack. Mm. Um, and indeed, uh, what we know, and our forefathers warned us, that if a federal government or any government gets too much power, they will become tyrannical. Why do you think our forefathers gave us the first and the second amendment? Because they had mm. just come out of tyranny. They clearly understood what it means when a, uh, when a, when a tyrannical power gets control. Um, and that's why we as Americans must stand up for the Constitution, mm -hmm. for truth, for our liberties. But you can't stand up until you understand what are your, what is your authority. And that's where, again, we push the biblical citizenship class uh, for folks to take. It's very simple. It's free online um, at patriotacademy.com to learn at least and understand what are what is the role of the federal government, mm -hmm. what is the role of state governments, what is your role as a U.S. citizen. Because the truth be known is we are the ones who are supposed to be in authority and power. And mm. then we have simply people that will represent our authority and per the oath that they take are supposed to only represent what we want, not mm what they want. But again, any time that you give anyone control and power, if you don't guard that, they will indeed try to become tyrannical. Yeah, yeah that's what's happening. So he mentioned a movie agenda number one and agenda number two. I'm going to mention two other ones, but a lot of people have watched um, something called The Creepy Line. And then there's another mm -hmm. one. That one's, I believe, still available on Amazon. Uh, but then there was The Social Dilemma. And this is these are movies for us to realize 
that the media, search engines, Facebook, they are trying to hack our brains and they're hacking our brains through hacking the information. And so remember, there is a break that's coming. And this break is between watching your television set and believing what's in your Bible. And, and that is really where we can see this happening. Well, that break is meant to start a civil war. That's right. And, um, you know, the creepy line very clearly, and I think even the social dilemma will tell you that um, there's millions of computers dedicated to every person that uses any type of media, social media. And um, That's why I always log under Alex's name. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> that explains a lot of really weird stuff. No. Uh, but they're dedicated to each person, and their intent and in the way that it's driven is to skew our view. Right. Yeah, no, misinformation um, is is very powerful. It is the number one way of, of trying to uh, delude, dissuade, confuse um, an a adversary uh, – and take over control. Information is so, so powerful. And um, one more thing I want to mention is, is a book. Um, uh, it's called The Naked Communist. It was written back in 1958, 1958, by Cleon Skousen. I may have not pronounced that properly. but um, And uh, this book, although it's not, you know, you don't want to sort of read it as something that would be enjoyable. But uh, in this book, um, he highlights uh, the Marxist communist agenda. And again, this is starting back in 1958. Um, and it shows how this is a long-term plan and strategy. And if you look at the aspects of that, those agenda items, you will see that every single one of them is being played out literally almost verbatim in our society today. And again, I encourage folks to get that agenda or an Agenda 2 video, and, and they will see in a very clear documentary the battle that we are now involved in at this point in time. One other book you mentioned was The Art of War. And Correct. Another one. Tell us a little bit about that book as well. Yeah, that's a military. It's a it's a, a, a old, old book written by, uh, uh, it's The Art of War by Sun Tzu. Rappers um, love it as well. Yep, exactly. Yeah, so it's, 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 a, it's a foundational military study book um, that talks about the different strategies of, of beating an adversary. Um, and one of those dimensions is how do you win a war without having to actually go to kinetic fighting? Right, right, um, and that is to control information, uh, to get inside of your enemy's head or inside of their information circles, right, uh, and to deceive them into surrendering before they ever even raise a weapon. Right, and so, and that's one thing I want to tell Americans is that you know we hear people that want to rebel and want to start you know uh, just a civil war. Um, and, and truth be known is that's what the communists want. Mm -hmm. See, they're, they're revolutionaries. Right. Revolutionaries want to destroy everything and take, build what they want out of it. Right. Most Americans, including you and I here on the table, we're not revolutionaries. Okay? We are people who want to reform a, an existing process. Right. We have a wonderful form of government. Right. The best in the world. We simply have to get back to what our Constitution mm -hmm. and, and other founding documents tell us is what we're supposed to be. The problem is, is we are not following our Constitution today. Yes. We're perverting it. Mm -hmm. okay? 
And that's the problem. So we we really don't want a civil war. That's not anyone's goal. No, it oh shouldn't no. be a goal. Right. Because no. trust me, when, when things start flying no. kinetically, it's not fun for anybody. No. no. Okay. Um, and uh, so we want to reform. And, and the beautiful thing about America still today is that if we will stand up right. in mass at the local level, it only has to be done locally, we indeed outnumber and can outweigh the elitists in, right. in our nation. We far outnumber them. Amen. The key is we must get united Yes. through local organizations, through CCDF and others. Turning Point USA also is a great, a great organization right. you can rally around as well um, that, uh, that indeed will give you that structure right. that you can start to unite. But also uh, I will tell folks, um, go – the two biggest areas you can get involved in, again, is your school system and your county commissioner's boards mm-hmm. um, to get engaged and just start showing up. Mm-hmm. Start actually looking at their agendas. Mm-hmm. And when something pops up that you know is not right, it doesn't support families, faith, and truth, it's raise your voice. Mm-hmm. Raise your voice. Now, I'll tell you one more secret is most uh, school board meetings and county board meetings are, are kind of dog and pony shows. The real work happens in the meetings that happen behind the scene. Yeah. Now, it takes more work, but you as a taxpaying citizen have a right to access yes. most, if not all, of those meetings. Mm. So for people to start requesting, having a strategy to request, to observe, you may not be able to speak, but you can certainly observe and listen to what these people are pushing. And at that point in time, now you can develop a strategy to either engage at a, at a board meeting or to engage via, by mail or email with your representatives to mm. say this is right. wrong or explain this. And we're, mm-hmm. in the state of Florida, we're very blessed because we have a great constitution. Mm-hmm. We have a great governor. Yep. Um, we have a sunshine law that really gives us the ability to, to get information. And so that's really, if, you, if, if people will take that next step mm-hmm. of starting to dig in a little bit to information, which is one thing CCDF does. That's what we do for you often, county by county. Um, uh, that can transform a scenario. In fact, actually, the victories that CCDF has seen across the state of Florida and Texas have been because we did a little bit of investigation, and we used that information to stand up, typically at the county level, and let our voice be heard. Mm. And when we made our voice heard, it was hard then for our representatives to ignore it. Mm. So, of course, we had a chance to talk with Jim a little bit before we got here. And another book that he mentioned was Rules for Radicals. Correct. And how here mm. this book is also a book that's being followed letter by letter. And folks, if you're wondering if there's a conspiracy, he dedicated it to Lucifer because he was the original revolutionary. And I want to tell you something else, that when you look back in our, in our country, there's only one man standing between the Capitol, right, and the White House, and his name is Albert Pike, and he was a Southern general. Do you think a Southern general would be politically correct to be standing anywhere in our Capitol? But, folks, he wrote Doctrines and Dogma, and he is, that was the, originally the, the Masonic Bible. And in there, he also credits Lucifer, but that's just a coincidence that his name, the architect of the universe, 
is Lucifer, but it's just a coincidence that his name is, it's not the same one that's in your Bible, by the way. So I want to, I'm giving this to you because I want you to see that Satan is behind this. I know people are so, they're struggling with the idea, how could there really be a conspiracy? But here's what a, what a man told me once, and um, try, I may remember his name, but he said, there's only two ways anything happens. Either somebody conspires to do it, or it happens by accident. So do you believe that accidentally we are falling apart? If you're a Christian, we know that Lucifer was an insurrectionist. We know that he was trying to do exactly what we're talking. He started a conspiracy against God, and he is conspiring against you and your family in our country. And it is time for us to realize that this is the enemy that we face. But we can take dominion. And most importantly, the best way, while you may feel helpless when you watch your television, like, how can I change these guys? You can change this at your local level. And I think that is the message of CCDF. So, Jim, thanks so much for coming today. Yes, thank you. And uh, we just appreciate it. And I know everybody uh, had a chance to hear some great insight about what's happening in our country. I want to make one more comment. If you're, if you're a pastor um, or a faith leader listening to this today, I would also encourage you to go to libertypastors.com. Libertypastors.com. And uh, consider attending one of their conferences. They're great, phenomenal conferences. They're very inexpensive. And get a, a three-day wonderful experience um, on that will give you an understanding and the tools for you to now take action as a faith leader in your community. We'll God. have those links on the website, right, on the show notes. So. God bless each one of you, and we're thanks, Jim, for so much for coming and talking with us and sharing your passion. And I can see why you are the faith leader, <laughs> because uh, you've inspired our faith today. For sure. Well, thank you very much. It's been my pleasure. All right. God bless you. Goodbye. Hey, this is Dr. Kevin again, talking to you about Pro Tandem, and it's why we have changed many things in our office to revolve around an anti-aging program. Not only did it help me boost my thyroid, which is really kind of an untreatable thing when it comes to nutritional, but we also saw my testosterone go up. We also saw my cholesterol go down, and of course my blood pressure go down. We've seen remarkable things happen in multiple people. This is because there is more science behind Pro Tandem than almost any product on the market. The biggest thing oxidative stress just like the silver in your house tarnishes so does every single cell in your body but when you take pro tandem you can reverse that process not by taking more antioxidants but by making more antioxidants and of course we're talking about the super antioxidant glutathione not only does glutathione function as an antioxidant, but it also functions as an anti-inflammatory. And this can help with a lot of autoimmune disorders. So go to the supernaturaljunkies.lifevantage.com, the Tri-Synergizer under anti-aging products.